Men are different than women, and when it comes to money, investing, and retirement, the differences are even more dramatic. Welcome to Woman's Worth with your host, Jeanette Bajalia. Jeanette is a best-selling author and a radio talk show host. She's been featured in the Wall Street Journal, Forbes Magazine, and CNBC Television. Listen up, it's time for Woman's Worth. Welcome to Woman's Worth Radio. I'm Angelia Savage with your host, Jeanette Bajalia, and we're here each week talking about financial matters for women because we believe that you deserve an independent and worry-free retirement. And here at Woman's Worth, it's more than the money, it's about total well-being. And Woman's Worth is all about helping women feel more confident about their retirement years. So why don't we focus on some women's needs today? Because when it comes to financial planning and preparing for the future, women, we face a unique set of challenges that men don't. So today, we're going to talk about what those challenges are and why they predominantly affect women. And we're also going to talk about the steps that you can take to address those issues and regain control over your financial future. So Jeanette, before we talk about some of those challenges, let me ask you this. Why do you have such a heart for helping women? You know, Angelia, it comes from a very personal place for me. As you know, I had a, an entire career prior to this one. I was an executive in an insurance company for many, many years and retired from that career when I was 55 years old. Uh, when I was getting ready to retire, I started looking for a financial advisor who could help me decide what steps to take with the money. I had saved money. I had a pension, a retirement account, and saved quite a bit. Plus, I was never married, had no kids, had spent over a quarter of a million dollars on my mother's long-term care and other aging family members. So I just uh, needed to figure things out, like who would provide care for me if I needed it, or who do I leave my assets to? And so that search was quite interesting because I interviewed a number of financial advisors, five to be exact, <laughs> all of them men, mind you, who just didn't understand what I needed. I wanted someone who would help me address all of those components and help me feel secure about my future. And they mostly just talked about rates of return and asset allocation. They really didn't address what I wanted. I was searching for someone who could pull together a retirement plan for me, but they only focus on trying to sell me investments. Yeah, it sounds like maybe they were just very numbers oriented, not so much female planning and, you know, thinking of the future. They were. And don't get me wrong, there's a place for that in financial advising, but the numbers are only a part of the big picture. Women especially don't seek out financial help because they want a specific rate of return with an investment. That's not why we go and seek out financial help. It's not about a rate of return. Instead, women seek out financial advice because they want to know their future is secure and they don't want to worry anymore. Well, so let's talk about that worry then, because a lot of women, I think we have that worry. So why do you think so many women are worried about retirement and what their lives might look like in you know, our 70s or 80s or beyond? Angela, I think for a lot of ladies, there's this anxiety that we're going to be bag ladies in our old age, or as some of my female clients say, they don't want to be eating cat food in their elder years. 
And they're concerned that we're going to be living on a fixed income, thinking constantly about money or the lack thereof. And that is one of the greatest sources of anxiety. And where do you think that anxiety comes from? That bag lady or cat lady scenario? Where does that come from? I think it comes from a place of knowing that the scenario of running out of money in your later years isn't far-fetched. Many of us have witnessed a loved one, an older female in our lives who was left with no financial safety net in place at all. I've shared here numbers of times, and you could pick it up and read about it in my books here, about my mom, who had that happen when my father died. I became her financial safety net. And I know many of the women I talk to, uh, that is one of their biggest fears, becoming a burden on their children later in life. They don't want their children to become their financial safety net because they want to build their own safety net. And they have challenges, but we have to figure out how to make that happen. Mm -hmm, exactly. So let's talk about some of those challenges that women face when they're planning for retirement then. You know, what obstacles do you typically see as you're helping your female clients? There are several of them. And a large percentage of those obstacles stem from societal problems. First, there's a wage gap. I don't think it's a surprise to anyone listening when I say, women still earn way less than men over the course of their careers. In fact, one study I just saw indicated that the average woman earns 850,000 less than men during their working years. That's during the entire working career. Whoa, that's a huge difference. 850,000 less? That's a that's lot. That's how much less earning. So think about that. For women earning much less, it means that obviously they're saving less for their retirement. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, exactly. And what do you think is causing this gap? Well, I think definitely women are still behind in earnings because the median salary for men is about 18% higher than women. And the gap gets even bigger with women of color. So even though we're making great strides, so because women are getting more degrees, we're earning higher titles in the workplace, but we've still got a long way to go before catching up completely. Absolutely. And so why are women still earning less in their careers? I mean, that's, we would think that we should have advanced way past that by now. Yeah, you would think. For one, I think there's still a stigma against women in the workplace. And even though women are more prevalent in executive offices, we're also dominant in low-paying industries like hospitality and retail. Then let's look at education. Think about how many teachers are female and educators for as critical a role and a profession as that is, they just don't make a lot of money. So true. And Angelia, I also think Women are often hesitant to ask for more for themselves. I find a lot of men don't ever hesitate to negotiate for a higher salary or for more benefits, but we've been conditioned to keep the peace, to always get along, and to get along, so to speak, says we don't voice what, what our value is. I see a lot of women who settle for less than they deserve in terms of pay or benefits. And that strikes me to a woman I just met with this past week. 
and a young woman who wanted to start, she's a single mom, and she wanted a financial plan. She's only 32 years old, and she wanted a financial plan to protect her son. She has a six-month-old son. And so she gave me her story. She is in a a profession that is uh, equal between men and women, but a lot of women are in this profession. It's commercial property management and the vendors who support commercial property managers. And her income is about 52000 a year. She's been in the same job for five years, diligent, and she's committed to her employer, but she doesn't have a 401k. They don't offer her group life. They don't offer her benefits. So she got an offer, someone who's been observing, her got an offer and he said I will hire you for $60,000 and so she did the market research and she said but with this with my amount of experience it's the average pay is 65,000 so I looked at her I said we'll go ask for 65,000 and she said but I'm worried I said don't worry the men would ask for 65,000 go ask for 65,000 come back to me I told her at the end of the week and let me know what he what he said and I bet you she'll get 65,000. I love that. That's great advice. I mean, women need to negotiate just as hard as men do. But we're going to talk about some more obstacles when we that women are facing when planning for retirement. But first, for the first 10 callers today, we're going to give you a free copy of Jeanette's book Wise Up Women. It's a guide to fiscal and physical well-being. And the book, it covers all things that you need to know about planning for retirement, including how your money is closely tied to emotions, strategies for dealing financially with lesser earnings or unexpected life events, and how to create confidence about the future. If you're worried about outliving your money, this book is for you. And Jeanette addresses why a retirement plan is so extremely important and what you need to do to discover not just financial well-being, but total well-being in your entire life. And your copy of this book is complimentary, but you need to be one of the first 10 callers right now to receive it. The number is 800-366-8022. That's 800-366-8022. And Jeanette doesn't just throw a bunch of statistics at you in this book or a bunch of numbers. She applies her own life experiences throughout the book, and it shows you exactly how to take control of your financial future. So just call 800-366-8022 for your complimentary copy. Again, that's 800-366-8022. All right, well, we've got to take a brief break right now. You're listening to Women's Worth Radio. We'll be right back. If you're a woman and you don't have a plan in place for how to handle your retirement savings, then be careful. In her book, Wise Up Women, author, radio host, and financial planner Jeanette Bajalia warns women about the roadblocks they face in their financial future. Women have traditionally worked in lower paying jobs without pension plans and with caregiving interruptions. Women have earned 77 cents to every dollar a man earns, and that translates, are you ready for this, to lost earnings of $300,000. Women step out of the workforce on the average 19 years to care for their children, for elderly parents, for spouses. Couple all this with longevity in women 
women will end up in some type of financial crisis if they don't plan for these unexpected life events. And that's why I wrote the book to help women take charge of their financial future by understanding the connection between their health and their wealth. The book is Wise Up Women. The company and show is Woman's Worth. Call today for a complimentary review with your local Woman's Worth expert by dialing 800 366 8022. That's 800-366-8022. When you said, I do, you made a commitment to each other for life. Between the bit about for better or worse and till death do us part, you probably weren't thinking about what that would look like 40 years later. Keep listening to Woman's Worth Radio and learn how to best care for your loved ones in retirement. Welcome back to Woman's Worth, the weekly show to help you prepare for retirement. I'm Angelia, and I'm here with your host, Jeanette Bajalia, president and founder of Woman's Worth. And she's a national expert, author, speaker, and thought leader on financial planning matters for women. And Jeanette, before the break, we were talking about how women typically earn less than men during the course of their careers. Let's continue on that conversation. I think one reason, I'd, I'd love to get deep in this, but you know, we have limited time on radio, but I'm gonna give you the essentials. There are a boatload of reasons, but I'm gonna focus on a few. And one reason is that we hadn't, that that women take more time out of their careers to serve as caregivers. I know many women in my life have taken time off early in their 20s, 30s to care for kids. Mm -hmm. And that's the formative time in all of our careers. It is, and taking time off during those early years uh, may not be laying a solid foundation for higher earnings positions later on. And not only that, Angelia, but you're missing out on early opportunities for retirement savings because you don't have access to a 401k plan, not to mention that if you're married, you may be relying on only one income instead of two. And on the flip side, women are also more likely to take time off in later parts of their career to care for an elderly parent or an ailing spouse. They may reduce the number of hours they work or even leave the workforce completely to provide full-time care to their loved one, spouse, their aging family members, even a child or grandchild I've seen in some of the women I serve. One study I saw said that women lose on average $142,000 in wages when they leave to leave their careers early to become a caregiver. Other studies I've seen says that number is really 400,000. So it goes, it's either way, it's a boatload of money. Yeah, either way, that's a lot of money left on the table. And again, they're losing out on opportunities to save for retirement when that happens. And they are. Um, they could be losing that employer match if, if they have one available in their 401k, which means even more loss in earnings. Plus, many women are missing out on potentially higher earnings years that could be used to calculate Social Security benefits. That's very critical lifetime income benefit. Also, women could lose access to health insurance or a pension plan. So it's more than just a paycheck that has to be calculated when you consider leaving the workforce. It's also all those extras, those ancillary benefits that go along with leaving your position. Yep, absolutely. And so let's shift gears a little bit though right now and tell me a few other obstacles that women face 
when planning for retirement. I think this is so important. Obviously, Angelia, one of the biggest challenges is longevity. This is my passion. This is why I consider what we do at Woman's Worth longevity planning. Ladies, the odds are really good that you're going to outlive the men in your life. If you reach 65, your life expectancy is an additional 21 years, meaning the odds of you living to at least age 86 are pretty high. But men who reach age 65 only average an additional 18 and a half years. So their life expectancy is around 83. Mm, And why is that difference so important? Well, it impacts a lot of things. Since women may live longer into retirement, they'll need more money to live on. They stay active much longer. But since women already earn less during their working years, you see how that might create a challenge for retirement planning. You Mm -hmm. earn less, you live longer. I I can totally imagine. It definitely can impact that. And, And added to that, because women live longer, as I said, it means you could pay more in healthcare costs. For most retirees, healthcare is the biggest expense that you're going to have. That's obviously because we have more issues as we get older. We run the risk of having some kind of debilitating illness. But as we all know, the cost of healthcare just keeps going up. Fidelity recently reported that a 65-year-old woman would need $150,000 just to cover her health care expenses in the last 20 to 30 years of her life. And how about, does that include the long-term care factor? Sadly, it doesn't. That's $150,000, and it's just for your life insurance premiums like Medicare premiums, doctor's visits, prescriptions, your basic health needs. You'll need additional funds to cover the long-term care and you'll need additional funds for preventive care and self-care, which is what women are gonna need because we're living longer. Yeah, we're living so much longer these days and it makes sense that they might have an increased need for care as well. We wanna live longer, but we wanna also be able to afford to live longer. Yeah, it's a big question for many of the women I talk to. The basic question I hear time and time again, who will care for me in my old age and how will I afford it? And it goes back to what I talked about earlier about women not wanting to be a burden on their families, especially on their children. They don't want to feel like an imposition to their grown kids or even sometimes their grandkids. But the financial situation might dictate that they can't afford professional care. Mm -hmm. And can women reduce that worry about being a burden on their families later in life? Sure they can, Angelia, but it takes some planning. There are options available, whether it's a long-term care policy or maybe a life insurance policy with long-term care attached, or maybe it's managing your savings Uh, in different buckets, Uh, one bucket to protect for that long-term care, because perhaps you might want to age in place. The right solution is going to be based on your unique situation, because everyone's needs are different. And it That's why we call the planning lifestyle protection planning. You have to visualize that lifestyle. You have to visualize where, how you want to age, what happens if 
Angela, don't we often call them life suddenlies? Yes, it happens. And you talk about them all the time, these life suddenlies. Yes. And um, I just saw Facebook. I just recently, I live part-time in Central Florida and part-time in, in uh, the Jacksonville, Ponte Vedra area. And um, I moved into a active adult community, a 55-plus community here. And I saw a post for the our community members. It was a group page. And it was so sad. This couple sought out this community, and they retired to Florida from Canada. And they were just so excited about coming to Florida and getting active in this active adult community. They were just so excited about this community. They moved in December and they started getting involved in the community activities. And he got diagnosed with pancreatic cancer, healthy, oh. young, early 60s got diagnosed with pancreatic cancer, died in two months. So they had finished oh, building wow. the home. They closed on it. They moved in it in December. And now she's trying to figure out what her life is going to be all about because this was their dream retirement. Completely So life suddenlies, life suddenlies mm -hmm. happen. And so planning is the only thing that can manage through those life suddenlies, have so the true. proper plan. Yeah, absolutely. And especially as women, because sometimes, you know, and more often than men, we are left alone. So here in a minute, we're going to talk about the ways that women can overcome those obstacles and take charge of planning for their future. But first, for the first 10 callers today, we're going to give you a free copy of Jeanette's book, Wise Up Women. It's a guide to fiscal and physical well-being. And your dreams for retirement they can't become a reality without a plan in place. And in her book, Jeanette covers all of those things you need to think about when it comes to planning for your future. She also explores how your financial life is closely connected to your physical and emotional life and how you can address all of those parts to create the best retirement for you. And if you're ready to create total well-being for yourself today in retirement, this book is for you. Just discover how to reduce financial worry and put a plan in place to make sure that your money lasts as long as you need it. Your copy of this book is completely complimentary, but you need to be one of the first 10 callers to receive it. The number to call is 800 366 8022. That's 800-366-8022. In this book, it's going to show you how to take back control of your money and create the kind of life that you deserve. But it's only for the first 10 callers today who call 800-366-8022. All right. Well, definitely call us at 800 366 8022 because we're going to take a short break right now but you're listening to women's worth radio we'll be right back in a moment hey guys want to know what a woman's really thinking keep listening to woman's worth radio Welcome back to Women's Worth, the weekly show to help you prepare for retirement. I'm Angelia, and I'm here with your host, Jeanette Vigalia, president and founder of Women's Worth and national expert, author, speaker, 
and thought leader on financial planning matters for women. And before the break, we were actually talking about some of the challenges that women face when planning for retirement. And Jeanette, what can women do to address these challenges and to reduce worry? Because as women, we worry a lot about our future. I really think, Angelia, there are some concrete steps women can take right now today to start preparing for retirement and to get rid of some of those questions, especially like, will I have enough money to live on? That's probably the number one concern I hear from most of the women that I work with. So let's start with some of the more immediately actionable day-to-day action steps. First, if you don't have one, is to set a budget. I want you to know exactly how much money it takes to live your life, the way you wanna live it. Many women I meet with, they have no idea how much money they're bringing in, and they certainly don't know how much they're spending. Because let's face it, most of us would rather not know how much we spend, right? Yes, that's true. I have (laughs) to say, I'm gonna raise my hand on that one, yeah. I'm meddling. Budget. I think I have an allergy to the word budget. (laughs) I know. And many, many men and women both do. But you can't plan for how much money you'll need in retirement until you figure out a baseline for how much money you're going to spend. So I encourage everyone to create a budget and then stick to it. That's probably the harder part. Setting your budget is easy, but sticking with it over the long haul is much more difficult. Yeah, I think that, I mean, for me personally, I think both are difficult to set a budget and to stick to it, but I think that's sound advice. I like that. But what other steps can women implement today to take control of their finances? Well, another area. If you have debt, I want you to start taking baby steps to get rid of that debt. Debt is a major source of anxiety, isn't it? Yeah, I think so. I I definitely agree. And when I'm helping people plan for the future, my biggest goal is to help them get rid of the anxiety and the worry because all that does is create stress, which creates health issues, which creates more costs, which creates more worry, and it's just a vicious cycle. And less sleep. And less sleep. I was talking to a friend the other night, and she can't sleep because of anxiety, thinking about financial future for her and her husband. So, yeah. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Um, What I want you to do is start tackling debt. Make a plan for how you're going to pay it back and stick to it. And be sure to include those all those payments in your budget. Now, the third thing I want to address is uh, I want what I want you to do right now is to sit down and look at all of your accounts. I want you to know exactly what you have, how much you have, and where you have it. You might look at bank accounts, like checking accounts, savings accounts. You want to look at retirement accounts, which might include IRAs, Roth IRAs, your employer savings plans like 401k, 403b. Some of you might have pension plans that you really don't know what they're worth. I want you to figure out whether you have a pension plan and what's it worth. And how much do you have in retirement savings? You've got to look at all this. And part of that is also logging on to find out your estimated Social Security benefits. You can look at a Social Security benefit as a pension lookalike. You can do that by setting up an account with www.ssa.gov. Get your estimate 
When I work with women, I recommend reviewing these estimated benefits regularly, just so you know how much you're entitled to and when to start taking Social Security benefits. And recently, I was with a woman, and she showed me her Social Security earnings record. She had printed it out, and she had four years of zeros. And I said, you didn't work these four years? And she looked at them. She said, no, I was working those four years. I said, well, you need to go pull up your tax returns and send them to Social Security because averaging zeros is ugly. Averaging $3,000 a year in earnings is better than a zero, my friends. So know your earnings record and that Social Security or the employers that you uh, that you submitted them, or there could have been a problem with your tax return because that's how they update earnings. So please make sure you know your earnings record and what your social security value is. Well, that's interesting. So you can retro, I guess, retroactive your your um, updated taxes. So if you forgot yes. a few years, you can go back. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay. As long as you good have info. the, as long as you have the W twos, or as long as you have the tax returns. Great. Good information. Okay. Well, so let's talk about married women now. What can they do? Is there anything that you recommend doing the, you know, as a couple? Yes, for all three steps. Obviously, you're going to want to get a budget pull together, both of you, because if one of you isn't adhering to the budget, it doesn't do you a lot of good, does it? I see many couples we work with at Woman's Worth that he says she's the spender. Sometimes some couple says he's the spender. One's a saver, one's a spender. Well, guess what? You got to be in this together. Same goes for chipping away at your debt together, because if one spouse is just adding to the amount of debt you have, you're never going to gain any headway. But I think it's especially important for couples to sit down regularly and look at what they have. And Julia, it's interesting to see how many women have never been involved in their own finances. They've always just let the men handle it or the significant other handle it. I think that's especially prevalent in older generations, but you have to know where your money is and how much you have. That's just a recipe for disaster if you don't. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, let's pull back a little bit on this conversation. And I want to dig into maybe let's call it the bigger picture of things that women can do to start planning for retirement. This goes to what I was just talking about. But if you haven't been meeting with a financial advisor, start now. Ladies, if you're married, go with your significant other, your spouses to meet with a financial advisor. You need to be in those conversations because what if something happens to your spouse? Not only do you need to know where everything is and what you have, it's easier to navigate the loss of your spouse if you have a relationship with a financial advisor. And married or not married, you deserve to work with a financial advisor who knows how to work with women and understand the unique needs women face and the longevity needs and how to plan for the long haul. Mm -hmm. And so how do you actually find an advisor? So say they're not coming to you at Women's Worth. Hopefully they do because you are the, I believe, know all, <laughs> all knowing, well, I guess. Not but quite know all, but I sure go find information. You know a heck of a lot. So if they, how do they go about finding an advisor? First, I say talk to your friends and family and see who they trust. Do they have a trusting relationship with an advisor? Uh, we usually ask our close network for recommendations all the time, so why not ask them to recommend a financial advisor? 
Then if you meet with someone, listen and observe closely. You got to interview them. Just don't automatically go to them and hand off your financial plan or your assets. That's what often many people do. And then they're disappointed six months, a year into it. You want to kind of listen and observe closely. Are their answers direct and clear? Or do they talk in circles with big words? Are they really listening to what you're saying? Or if you're meeting with them as a couple, does your advisor address you and not just your spouse? And go with your gut. I know we sometimes laugh at the concept of woman's intuition, but I think we all know when someone is right for us. Don't be afraid to say this person isn't right for me and visit with more than one financial advisor in your search for the perfect. It's not just one. Remember, I went and interviewed five and didn't find a fit with any five because they were men and I just needed someone to help me. And it was me that helped me because I know what women need. Finally, if you're looking for an advisor who knows how to work with women, you can visit our website, www.womans-worth.com. We have a place where you can enter your information and we can connect you with an advisor in our network, someone who adheres to our total well-being philosophy and we can get started on planning for your future with you. Wonderful information, I love. I just wanna summarize because I think this segment was so important. Really, you need to budget, you need to address your debt, you need to talk about social security benefits and estimate those, and finally to find the perfect fit of financial advising for yourself. So thank you so much, Jeanette, for that. That was great information. And next, we are gonna tackle some questions from our listeners. And right now, for the first 10 listeners who call today, we're gonna give you a copy of Jeanette's book, Wise Up Women, A Guide to Fiscal and Physical Wellbeing. In this book, it covers all the things that you need to know about planning for retirement, including how your money is closely tied to emotions, strategies for dealing financially with lesser earnings or unexpected life events, and how women can create confidence about their future. And if you're worried about outliving your money, this book is for you. Jeanette addresses why a retirement plan is so important and what you need to do to discover not just financial well-being, but total well-being in your entire life. And your copy of this book is complimentary, but you need to be one of the first 10 callers to receive it. The number to call is 800 366 8022. That's 800 366 8022. And Jeanette, she doesn't just throw a bunch of statistics at you in this book. She applies her own life experiences throughout, and she shows you exactly how to take control of your financial future. So call 800-366-8022 for your complimentary copy. That's 800-366-8022. All right. Well, this is a great time for a brief break. You are listening to Woman's Worth Radio, and we'll be right back to answer some questions from our listeners. Stay tuned. Hey, fellas. Want to take care of that special someone in your life? Keep listening to Woman's Worth Radio. Welcome back to Woman's Worth, the weekly show to help you prepare for retirement. I'm Angelia, and I'm here with your host, Jeanette Bajalia, president and founder of Woman's Worth and national expert, author, speaker, and thought leader on financial planning matters for women. And today we've been talking about some unique challenges that women face when planning for retirement. 
But right now, it's time to answer some email questions that we get from our listeners and from questions we get through our Facebook page and website. And if you want to follow us, you can do so on the Woman's Worth Facebook page. And you can also send in your questions through our Woman's Worth website. And that website is womans-worth.com. Again, womans-worth.com. And all kinds of great questions we want you to learn from. So send them in and we'll make sure that we get right back to you. And we may use one of your questions to help others who most likely have the same question. Okay, so today's first question comes from Janet in Orlando. And actually, I think this one goes right along with what we were talking about earlier. She says, I'm 58 and my mother is in her early 80s and experiencing some health problems. My sister and I have talked about the possibility of having mom move in with me and I'd have, you know, help get her to doctor's appointments and make sure that she's taken care of. But I really do love my job and I'm not sure I can work full time and care for mom. So should I consider an early retirement? Well, Janet, let me say this. You're amazing for wanting to take this important role. I was a caregiver for my mother for many years, and it's quite challenging and rewarding. Before you jump into early retirement, I think my suggestion would be to first step back and look at the pros and cons. If you retire early, you might miss out several years of retirement savings, as well as health insurance and other benefits that you could receive from the employer. You might also miss out on social and mental aspects of working, which is another critical emotional well-being component. On the other hand, providing care for someone can be a full-time job, and caring for your mom may require more energy and attention than you can currently give. So in that case, early retirement might make sense. You said you like your job, and it sounds like right now mom might need full-time attention. Maybe there's some kind of middle-of-the-road option in uh, where you, you could explore the possibility of going part-time on your job. If you did, you might be able to keep some of your benefits and you could still earn a paycheck, but you'll have more time available for your mom because you've bought yourself back some of your free time for caregiving. And maybe she can get some free time by helping, you know, having her sister help her out and oh, help with mom. Yes, absolutely. If she's close by, even if she can work as a backup plan, caregiving burnout is so real, but we don't talk about it enough. I encourage you to talk to your sister and have a plan in place to help you out when you need to take time for yourself. Very important, whether you're working or not. Believe me, I learned my lesson as a, th a, a caregiver for three decades. I have four sisters. I never asked for help. And the Bible says, you have not because you ask not. They would have helped if I asked. I just didn't think to ask. I hope that actually helps with your question with your mom. And good luck to you. And here's another question from Kayla in... Fort Myers. And she says, my husband and I both have permanent life insurance policies we put in place when our kids were small. Now that they're grown and out of the house, do we still need them? My husband wants to let them go, but I'm just not sure. So like most things, life insurance is one of those things that depends on your goals and your wishes. I'm glad Caleb has, you know, put in place, uh, 
the life insurance that they needed for when the kids were small because it means that Kayla and her husband were thinking ahead about protecting the family. Now that you're out of the stage of actively raising kids, you may still need life insurance, but for reasons that are that are changed, changed reasons. Life insurance can be a great tool for making sure your final costs are covered, for making sure your kids aren't saddled with the expenses related to prolonged illness or burial, or for even for income replacement, like to replace a lost social security check. Uh, you could also use it to pass money down to the family or organizations you care about tax-free. If your kids inherit an IRA or a 401k account from you, they're going to pay taxes on the money. But life insurance proceeds are totally tax-free. Sounds like a lot of questions that need to be asked and addressed. And this sounds like a meet with your advisor before making a decision situation. A hundred percent. You hit the nail on the head, Angelia. Definitely meet with a financial professional before deciding whether or not to keep or get rid of your policies. They might have some insights about how you could use the life insurance to reduce taxes, to help your beneficiaries, or even to pay for long-term care expenses. Be thoughtful. This is a financial, life insurance is a financial planning decision. It's an asset class. Please do not use a one-size-fits-all model because I see a lot of people making life insurance decisions from a damn, because they went to a Dave Ramsey program or they heard Susie Orman say that nobody needs this or everybody needs this type of life insurance. Please, it's specific to what you need. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I mean, nobody, it's not a cookie cutter situation. Everyone is different. All right, well, let's talk about one more question. And this one's from Jennifer in Tampa. Jennifer says, my husband and I are both going to retire soon. He's a homebody and I love to travel. And we have very different ideas for how to spend our time in retirement. Do you have any suggestions for how we can find a compromise? It's funny. My job is sometimes 50% financial and 50% counseling. And I kind of think it's really good that my undergraduate education was in psychology. And I did a lot of graduate education and clinical counseling before I shifted to an MBA program. So I I didn't know that I was getting myself ready for the 50% counseling. A double major there (laughs) that comes in handy. I see a lot of couples who have different visions of retirement in mind, especially if they have opposite personalities. And one thing you could do to find a compromise, maybe as a couple, you could take shorter trips that are closer to home. That addresses your need to get away and his need to stay home. Or maybe you could consider traveling by yourself and or joining a tour group of some sort. Then you're both doing what makes you happiest. And what's that adage? Absence makes the heart grow fonder. <laughs> so whatever you decide, yeah. I recommend, I mean, really, whatever you decide, I recommend finding activities you enjoy, both as a couple and alone. That's one of the biggest challenges for most people as they retire, figuring out how to spend all this extra time. And you'll need to fill it the way that makes you happiness. And that's what scenario lifestyle protection planning is about and scenario planning is about. It can be your plan, his plan, and then our plan. It doesn't have to be one or the other. Well, you can yeah. create three different plans. I like that. And that's so great, though, that when people come to you, you're able to walk them through all scenarios and give them options, and then they can figure it out. 
as as a spouse or as with your spouse or your partner or you know alone because sometimes we're alone later in life so well thank you so much we're unfortunately out of time but i definitely want to thank you for your conversation today and for 10 listeners today we're going to give you a free copy of jeanette's book wise up women a guide to fiscal and physical well-being your dreams for retirement can't become a reality without a plan and in Jeanette's book she covers all of those things that you need to think about when it comes to planning for the future she also explores how your financial life is closely connected to your physical and emotional life and how you can address all of those parts to create the best retirement for you if you're ready to create total well-being for yourself today in, in retirement, this book is definitely for you. You'll discover how to reduce financial worry and put a plan in place to make sure that your money lasts as long as you need it. And your copy of this book is complimentary, but you need to be one of the first 10 callers right now to receive it. The number to call is 800 366 8022. That's 800-366-8022. And this book, it's going to show you how to take back control of your money and create the kind of life that you deserve. But it's only for the first 10 callers. So call 800-366-8022 right now to get your complimentary copy. Again, the number is 800-366-8022. 8022. Well, thanks so much for listening to Women's Worth Radio today. We've had a great show talking about how you can address some of the challenges around your future. And have a great week. We'll see you next time at Women's Worth, where it's more than the money, it's about total well being to and through retirement. Investment management services recommended by Petros Advisory Services, LLC, a registered investment advisor headquartered in Jacksonville, Florida. Information provided on today's show is provided for informational purposes only and does not constitute investment, tax, or legal advice. Information has been obtained from sources that are deemed to be reliable, but their accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed. Always consult with an investment, legal, or tax professional before taking any action. Annuity guarantees are based solely on the strength and claims-paying ability of the issuing company. Individuals should thoroughly review the contract for specific details of product futures and costs. Income payments and withdrawals from deferred annuities are generally taxable as ordinary income in the year they are taken.